scars calling this scars you know if you've lived in this world for 50 years or so you most likely have scars that you've picked up along your way through this life I know I have when I was early on as a kid I made some poor choices and uh, I cut both my wrists slid them wide open I was a miserable Christian. Actually, I wasn't even a Christian then. This was when I was an Adam sinner. And so I healed. I was taken to rehab, survived it. And today, I have scars there. Now, they don't go away, is my point. Scars don't go away. Okay? Another time... When I hit 60, I was afflicted with di- uh, lumbar stenosis, L4, L3. And I said, what's that mean? He says, well, your legs aren't working because well, they're not working properly. And they're in pain because your back, your nerves in your spinal cord are being pinched. And see, I didn't do anything to cause that. And he says, well, it just happens with age. I'm like, well, amen. There's a scar. But notice... When I have my hands down and I'm walking like right now doing a prayer walk, my wrists are behind me. I'm not looking at them. I'm not looking at my back because I'm walking forward. My back is behind me. And I believe the Lord wants us to learn something from this. You know, we have a choice in life. Our will is our chooser. Let me ask you a question. How long can you look at your scar before you get tired of it? You know, we have that joy. Sometimes people look at their scars all day long and they, and whatever we focus on gets bigger. And you'll hear them. You'll, they'll talk about their scar. They'll show you how big their scar is, how hurtful it was. And that's all they think about is their scar. You know... <clears throat> A lot of the problems we have are caused by us. I can honestly say my wrists were cut because I did that. Choices I made. So I afflicted pain on myself and scars on myself. But there's another time when I was younger, my right leg, it's been broken twice. The first time I did it, I have to admit, I broke my right leg twice. The first time, not the second time. The second time, it was broken by a bully on his bicycle. He chased after me, popped a wheelie. That means raised his front wheel. As I was running backwards, trying to stop him, and I tripped, and my leg twisted. And my shin was, was fractured. I heard it. It was like a stick, like you crack a stick. Well, again, one is I did it, my, my choice, I caused that scar. But the second one was somebody did that to me. Now maybe you've been in a relationship or a marriage and it's over now. And, and that's a scar, that hurts, that hurts. But how long can you keep your thoughts and your mind on that scar? You know, you can do that the rest of your life if you want. I've known people to do that when they become victims. And they get better. 
But you know, God has a plan. A spiritual mentor once told me, he said, Brad, there's nothing the nearness of Christ cannot cure in your life. Get your eyes and your thoughts on Jesus, was his point. You know, 1 Corinthians 6, 17 says, whoever's joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. The author, uh, the writer of Hebrews in chapter 3, verse 1, says, put your thoughts on Jesus, not your scars. Hebrews 12, 2, fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, not your scars. How long are you going to look at your scars? Are you tired of thinking about it? Are you tired of talking about it? Are people in your life tired of listening to you talk about your scar and showing them your scar? I have friends, Christian friends, that every time I talk to them on the phone, I won't mention names for dignity reasons, but I can honestly say they like to talk about their scars. They like to talk about how they got their scars. And I get bored. I get bored with it and I say, you know, can we talk about Jesus for a while? Because that's our hope. That's the one who, who cures us. There's nothing in the nearness of Christ cannot cure in our life. And what we focus on gets bigger. So be encouraged. This is Brad, Grace, teaching.